weekend i feel like we need to talk about it this this episode isn't gonna be up for another nine fucking weeks so it's gonna sound like we're talking about it three months too late but we are acknowledging it in the scope of history um 50 years from now i'm gonna be leathery sitting in a chair listening to these and smoking weed and being like i was so fucking dumb when i was a kid these but these uh, yolo these things are hilarious. Raffle copter. I am rolling on the floor laughing copter. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, I'm doing this as like a, you know, this isn't even going to get popular. This is just literally for my own amusement and the people around me. <laughs> it's great to have you. <laughs> as, um, so, but as a, uh, as a dear friend and as a, a major video game player that I know, because uh, a lot of my friends are like weebs and gay, so <laughs> so like you're you're a straight white male in this Trump world, and you uh, and you you play the fuck out of video games, man. There aren't many people I know that like fucking go. I just picked up four new games with this last paycheck. I fucking beat all of them this last weekend. I fucking I fucking cucked the shit out of that game. And like you, you go through games, and whenever we're here, we're playing a different fucking game, or we're tripping face on mushrooms and we're playing ODST <laughs> for the eighth time, which understand. we can also talk about. It always happens. It always happens. Oh, we always come back to it. I, I might as well just introduce you first. Uh, you want to go by the name Gnarly Charlie, which is which is also your gamer tag. Yeah, yeah. and like your Twitch and shit yep, like that. Everything. Feel free to plug all that shit in. <laughs> Because if if anyone hears this and goes on Twitch or anything, like follow you and whatnot, right? Yeah, everything's all the same. It's X Gnarly Charlie. I go by that for everything. Uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, Origins, everything. Yeah, is you that. got lucky. You just you were able to do it on yeah, everything. Yeah, that's that's why I kept rolling with it, man. You know it works. Um, but you know that's the one thing we share is the love of video games. I think that's one of the things yeah. that hit it off. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna go right to Resident Evil. Because none of us have played this yet, really, besides the demo. Um, that's one of the things I've been slacking on. And uh, when I get that, we're going to play that. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. And and I've been, you know, I was getting some, uh, I was getting more tattoos done. Um, and I was sitting there, and the fucking shop owner on the TV in the middle of the parlor <laughs> was playing through this, screaming at the fucking TV, you know, whether he was scared or whether he was pissed off about something. He was he was going nuts, and I was watching the entire time, and I was just like, I probably can't do this. <laughs> you know, I, um, I feel like the med... Uh, chemical imbalances in my system have fluctuated throughout my life so much that i can't play horror games the same but, way anymore but that's why we do it on on mushrooms like we do everything else yeah. because like like because we're drug addicts yeah, so it's not, it's not, it's not, not even that it's just even the same thing with watching horror movies like you know if i sit down and watch house of a thousand corpses or devil's rejects Fuck, sober yeah. like sober you get grossed out and get and get uh tweaked oh, no, out i don't i don't get grossed out. yeah well you know that that's the whole effect of it but see the video games what gets me is that i'm making the decisions and i I freeze. But the, the, the thing that I seem to notice just and when I was using the aspect of movies is uh, when I'm tripping a little bit, I notice all the bugs. I notice all the quirks. You see the prosthetics when you're playing. You laugh. Yeah, you and naturally going, you everything's going, just a bit oh, silly. Oh, look at that zombie clipping through the wall over there. Fuck this guy. Like, you, know, you don't take it so seriously. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I do. I do believe you. I feel like um, the only times I had gotten through any levels of amnesia, believe it or not, was because I was high the entire time, and I had a friend next to me. So, oh yeah, I always had that fear. You know, even with the classic Resident Evils when but, I was a kid. But dude, like, my my biggest fucking point here is that we said the same shit about isolation, and I can't fucking play that game, uh, bro. I've only beaten it once. I've only beaten it once. It's no, but that's <laughs> what I mean. You're the only fucking person I know who was like who dedicated themselves to it it is it is 
harder than Dark Souls and Bloodborne. It is the hardest FPS anxiety-inducing uh, non-damage-related horror game. I mean, on par with, uh, what would that be, uh, Outlast? And uh, I'm assuming this is the route PT. I thought Outlast, you have the ability to attack things. I don't know. I never played it. That's the one I never played. I have right. played some, but I I do don't that. know if I've gotten. I'll, I'll, gra- I'll grab that on PC if I could find it. And not fucking, I was that. terrible at that <laughs> shit too. I was terrible at that shit, and I shit my pants during Alien Isolation. I literally couldn't move. It 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 strikes every bit of the fear that I had as like a eight year old watching that movie for the first time. It's the 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 whole atmosphere that that's what gets you. No, it's literally everything. They nailed it. They fucking nailed it out of the fucking park, and people didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It was too authentic and it was too hard. We are fucked <laughs> if we had met a creature like that in our lives. Yeah. So this game is looking in a mirror to the fucking peril of yeah. th- this this creature. It was based off, you know, the original more so, obviously, and it didn't have the whole fanfare that people are used to with aliens that being the sequel. Colonial breeds. Exactly. <laughs> where you're fucking Master Chief running around just slaying xenomorphs like it's fucking nothing. Because Hicks had, like, a body shield, right? Like, he, he had a force field and <laughs> plasma reload. Like, just... Well, like- Colonial Marines sucked. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the, the game could have been good for, you know, an arcade FPS type deal. But yeah. uh, AV, AVP was a good yeah. sci-fi horror game. Did you ever game. play that, uh, that RTS type one where it was top down, where you move them around kind of like a command and No. Deal? That one was pretty good. Wasn't that on it. the PS2? Uh, yeah. 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 I heard about it. It was good. You got to play as the humans, the predators, or the aliens. And uh, it was fun, man. It was cool. Like, the stories kind of crossed over. It wasn't no, like, yeah. I, the, 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 the remake, FPS remake that they did, did the same fucking thing. It was fucking awesome. Um, and they nailed Colonial Marines in that game, which is why I was like, oh, so they're just going to do an entire game from the Marines' perspective. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Fucking suck dick. Yeah. That was terrible. It was buggy as fuck. Dude, the very first cinematic part where you're on the bridge and you're supposed to see the other ship and like the collision or attack or whatever's going on, the yeah. AI character next to me ran into a wall and just started shooting out the window and like running in place like Running Man style while this is supposed to be like an epic climactic scene and instantly, like no joke, was like popped the controller out of my hands. I was like, done. Like, on the ground. Uh, I think I redboxed it, honestly. Same. I think, yeah. I, I, think yeah. I saved myself. Redboxed it for about a week. That wasn't a save at all. But, you know, either way, I got the achievements for it. Yo, if, if, <laughs> if there are people listening out here that don't use Redbox to play video games, you're doing it fucking wrong, honestly. Like, if there's ever been a mainstream game that you've been interested in playing, it's like a dollar a night. And you finish that shit in three days when you're paying for it that way. Uh, yeah. I have blown through fucking games thanks to Redbox. But I steal fucking everything else. I don't steal video games. Um, yeah, same boat. Um, I was really tempted with Doom. Uh, CPY did a crack for Doom on PC, and I, I almost went for that. But uh, I, I, I'd rather give the money to id. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, no, like, yeah, <laughs> no. I definitely believe, I think... Um, what did I just read the other day? Trump is finding a way to tax video games more as like an entertainment fee. Uh, no, I, no, I didn't hear about that. Fuck. Uh, I can't video games that. are going to get more expensive. You see that collection? It's 11 games in one month I added right there, man. I can't afford That's that. That's what I fucking mean with you. Like you had dogged me for years about not getting a next gen console. Yeah, because I was, you know, like, hey, we could play. Nah. nah I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broke. I spend all my money on drugs <laughs> and school and responsibilities. Well, I mean, drugs and school are a responsibility, I guess. Oh, they so are. We have played through ODST on Mushrooms five times. I was going to say, yeah, at least several times. And it was always on, uh, what is that, Legendary? Legendary. The one part Without was- even speaking, we would just <laughs> flank shit and take shit out and like do. We would virtually high five each other that entire game. It was like Top Gun, except neither of us died. I remember that first time we did it, we do that scarab battle with the banshees and we were playing. And uh, I took my hand, I was one handed piloting the banshee, and I pulled my phone up and started recording us just fucking around with every little enemy that would come at us because it was just like a walk in the park for some reason. We were tripping face on legendary and rocking that shit we beat the entire game in like five hours yeah yeah it was one sitting we started at like one or two and we ended by the time the sun came up i know and you left 
you literally left like a half hour after finishing that game. You were just like, all right, good night. <laughs> and <laughs> like, just went home. <laughs> we have work in four hours. I'll so see you later. You start hearing all the people doing the morning commute and you're like, oh, I got to go take a nap and get this. Trip. Birds have been up for three hours. We better, we better figure something yeah. out. Um, what did I do with the scarab? I kept saying, I'm going to do it from the inside, right? I landed on it and I blew it from the inside and I jumped off that shit and landed on a banshee or something. Yeah, yeah, you didn't die. I remember that. Because I, I thought you were going to go in and like kamikaze, like blow it up and then get dropped by a brute or something and you made it off and survived the whole, because then it explodes. I literally said, I'm going to fuck this and I did it. <laughs> It was like an action movie. I jumped off that shit as it exploded behind me, and I just walked off into the sunset, never to be seen or heard from again. Oh, I wish I still had my old phone so I could pull that clip up. Of that I have happening. some. I have some clips of us encountering glitches. I think during Halo Four. Oh yeah. And uh, I that I, that we were on shrooms that time too. We did all of them, didn't we? We I know we did Halo Two. We, we never. We never. I didn't think we did three. Yeah, it's on my collection, my Master Chief collection, I think. I could have sworn we've done it. Maybe not, I could be wrong. I know we did one and two. And I know we didn't do the newest one because they didn't do fucking split-screen co-op. Like, um, maybe we did three and then started four and never finished four. Yeah, it was it was something. You know what we did, uh, the last one? Oh, no, we tried to do Reach. We didn't finish Reach. We didn't finish Reach. No, we didn't finish Reach. But I also don't think I finished four with you. I think you just finished it. Oh, that's possible. It's possible. Um, the last big one we did was we did five solo on Legendary to get the achievement for beating the whole game. Yeah, solo. but that's just because it didn't have the split, the split screen. screen. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucking bogus. blows. Like, believe three, four, three. Yeah, that that, that is some shit. But hey, I'm getting an Xbox. Yeah, I'm getting an Xbox One. It's it's 2017, and I'm getting my Xbox One finally. That's all right. You'll, I'll help you, man. I'll help you. All right, so but have, we've we've we yeah, have on, we have pandered to the horror video game graphic long enough. We need to actually break it's, down into. It's even listed on Microsoft site. That's fucking awesome. We're gonna play some Left 4 Dead yeah, too. Yeah. Portal Two too. Yeah, no, I knew about that one. That one's good too. Dope. Um, okay, so this is uh this is lots of pasta. We're finally getting into this. Um, I'm here with Gnarls Barkley. AKA Gnarl. No, it's Gnarly Charlie. And um, we on Lots of Pasta. I have an inkling that you don't or have not read Creepypastas before. No, not a whole lot. Um, I have every now and again, I would read. Um, what was that other one that we were talking about? It wasn't Lots of Pasta or Creepypasta? Um, one of the other originators. Right, no sleep. I believe it was No Sleep, yes. One of the, like the really creepy stories, they would do all the artwork and everything for it a lot of times. Um, this is going back years. That's why I'm saying this was before I think I even got introduced to. This is a book or is a website? Website. Um, but because, I remember we talked about this years ago, and that's why you got me into Reddit, and then Boosted Booza got me into Reddit as well, and I read a little bit. But unfortunately, I try not to dive into Reddit too much because when I do, it like consumes me for weeks. Oh no, I'm, I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally the same way. I actually, I haven't been on in months except to go on to no sleep, and I. I do a history search to get their oldest shit. It's phenomenal. It's literally an endless pit of any nonsense information I could possibly want, and it's amazing. It's just that's also the problem is having an addictive personality. You're we just are like, entirely saturated. We drown in this. It's, it's, I love it, um, but the fact that you do this now is my source of it, and the fact that you also steered me to the fact that SoundCloud does offline, I now have more material to listen to while I'm at work. So uh, all these other episodes, prepare your anus. We're going to do some video game creepy and troll pasta today, just, you know, because it, we might get it. We might get it. We're starting with one I know you have to have heard for, heard of. It probably went around 4chan for a little bit. Lavender Town Syndrome? There's a couple of theories on this one um, that I've heard of. I, I believe this is one I may already know of a little bit. I mean, it, it's, it's starting off. It seems a little different, but uh, I have heard a few little tales about the Lavender Town affecting people in reality or, or other things of that sort because that song because i'm probably song. gonna download it i'm probably gonna play it while you're reading this because oh. it's it just helps you know oh yeah absolutely all the yeah. dubstep versions i fucking have them downloaded i'll listen to them when i'm at the gym and stuff like oh yeah it's not, no ghosts are gonna get me no <laughs> ghosts i'm just i'm just thinking running through the tower like where's my cuba i need to save that guy <laughs> you want to save that little bro all these ghosts going around trolling this little guy Feel you so wanna you wanna just dive into the story? 
Uh, yeah. All right, Lavender Town Syndrome, creepy pasta. The Lavender Town Syndrome, also known as Lavender Town Tone or Lavender Town Suicides, was a peak in suicides and illness of children between the age of 7 and 12 shortly after the release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan back in February 2017, 1996. Rumors say that these suicides and illness only occurred after the children playing the game reached Lavender Town, whose theme music had a extremely high frequencies that studied shown that only children and young teens can hear since their ears are more sensitive. Uh, due to lavender tone, uh, at least two children supposedly committed suicide. And 200. Oh my god, I like went right over that. Japan has a lot of kids, bro. Oh, yeah, a lot of Pokemon kids. They do a lot of weird shit, too. Um, and he's inventing machines. Or like all those people go to the VR sex thing and they had to shut the thing down. Tentacle hentai. <laughs> Alright, so at least 200 children supposedly committed suicide. Goddamn. And many more developed illnesses and afflictions. The children who committed suicide usually did so by hanging or jumping from heights. Those who did not act... Wait. Did not act. It irrationally complained. Lacking commas. You're going to realize creepypastas and trollpastas aren't known for their grammatical correctness. And I'm also thinking, in fact, these children committed suicide usually by hanging or jumping from heights. Because they don't have guns. Well, yeah, and and also Japanese honor... Where's the sword? Is, no, no, no. <laughs> Japanese honor is like suicide forests. Like, no, do it out yeah, of people's no, ways. Do it in a fetishized area. I'm trying to make a, a comment that if they were in Trump's America, they would have more options. <laughs> You're not uh, wrong. Those who did not act it irrationally complained of severe headaches after listening to Lavender Town's theme. Although Lavender Town now sounds differently depending on the game, this mass hysteria was caused by the first Pokemon game released. After the Lavender Tone incident, Programmers had fixed Lavender Town's theme music to be at a lower frequency, and since children were no longer affected by it. One video appeared in 2010 using special software to analyze the audio of Lavender Town's music. One played the software created images of the unknown near the end of the audio. This raised controversy since the unknown did not appear until Gen 2 games Silver, Gold, and Crystal. The unknown translates to Leave Now. There was also said beta version of Lavender Town. It is... Well, we need to rep- we need to talk about the unknown, the unknown. Um, fucking stupid. Uh, we're also gonna alphabet Pokemans. So this is kind of going to a story that I was gonna get. I was gonna see if they were gonna comment on that. Um, well, this is the original urban myth. Okay, because the one I heard years ago, like back, we're talking five years ago when I first heard about this. There was a whole video breakdown of it on YouTube, and they show the wavelengths. Okay, it's not unknown that it shows it's the ghost picture that it shows before you have the silph scope the little actual one that looks like a spooky oh, white yeah. ghost spooky yeah ghost. that's literally what comes up and it comes up in the audio waves just like you would see in your regular audio okay waves. so this says it is said that the beta version of pocket monsters was released to some kids to test the games this is the video of the beta version of lavender town so i'm going to play this audio lie maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know uh, if it works It's pretty fucking creepy. It still holds up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I honestly can't stomach much more of that. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to put that in the background audio. So yeah, what, what did you think about Lavender Tone Syndrome? Um, it would be gnarly as hell, man. Um, this yeah, is- that, that actually happened in my last playthrough because I was tripping face. <laughs> um, it's just the whole aspect of it. You know, you play in Pokemon, everything's like, we're on the road to Viridian City. Fuck yeah. And then and then you like come out of a cave and it's like death. Like here's you the surprised tower. me with that because I fucking love that song, <laughs> dude. And who didn't? I had the Tubi a Master album. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah. fucking awesome. The original soundtrack. It was great. Um, oh. But the Viridian City, I mean, you know, the show obviously made it seem a lot more soft, but the game had a very dark feeling to it, man. You know, you run into your rival in there, he's there mourning the death of you know, you eradicate that you, you know, That's the theory true, is yeah. that you spank the shit out of his eradicate so hard the last time fucking you beat died. him, he's fucking gone because you don't see him for the rest of the game. Um, and then he tries to come back at you and then you spank him again by the grave of the Pokemon that you just killed from a prior. We're very caring and thoughtful individuals. <sighs> just beat it. But, you know, and it, it also goes more to that with um, that, uh, that recent anime they did with X and Y 
where it's supposed to be based off of red and green instead of like Ash and Gary concept. Yeah. Where it's more dark, you know, where they're showing, you know, Team Rocket killing Cubone's mom and everything. And, and mm. you know, it's very brutal and dark. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit more um, edgy, you know. And, and that's why, like, yeah, the, the original game was a kid's game, but, you know, the concept behind it, that town. Oh, no, that's, that's, pure, that's pure Japanese myth. Yeah. Honestly, that that town is definitely a brutal thing, and even as a kid, once you walk into that and the, the screen turns purple with the old Game Boy, you know you're like, oh, oh, that's it, it's spoopy ghost, spoopy indeed. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna read. Uh, I don't know. This one was recommended to me actually. Um, this one was called the Polybius Creepy Pasta. Um, Polybius, Pol- Polybius. Yeah, I'm saying that right. Polybius. Polybius is an urban legend about a rare arcade game released in 1981. Uh, the game was created by a mysterious company called Sinusolution, German for sense deletion, and was a puzzle shoot 'em up somewhat like Tempest. It was only released in a few suburbs of Portland, Oregon. It was supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> No, so it was very, very, uh, it was very regionally, you know, <laughs> affecting. Uh, it was supposedly very popular, with people forming long lines to play it. However, players reported strange things about the game, such as hearing a woman crying and seeing grotesque faces out of the corner of their eyes. Players would also have nightmares, experience nausea, headaches, blackouts, or even develop amnesia. I've, I've seen those side effects in medical commercials, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so how did this happen to you? I played an arcade game too long. Oh, God. Oh, that ate all my quarters. How did it happen? Can't pay for my medical expenses. <laughs> S- some even committed suicide. Others stopped playing video games altogether, and at least one became an anti-video game activist. That sounds like a fucking quitter. That sounds like Portland, Oregon. In yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a ki- that's a quitter, you know, mentality. According to one owner of an arcade, men wearing black suits would often come to collect the records from the game. They did not take any money, simply data on gameplay. Because of this, the leading theory is that it was some sort of government experiment using subliminal messages. The game remains in obscurity, as around one month after its release, all of the cabinets suddenly disappeared. One cabinet reappeared in an arcade in 1998, but quickly disappeared again. While some have tried to recreate the game, no one has ever found the original ROM. Interesting. Interesting. Polybius. I'm, uh, I'm curious on that. I have to look into that. I've seen some cool um, fan-made ROMs of what it was supposed to be based on details of other creepypastas and theories and whatnot. Okay. Um, Polyb- Polybius kind of has this um, fan following in the creepypasta lore, I imagine. This one's about Portal. Okay. It's called Portal Playtime. Uh, from Creepypasta. Alright, Portal Playtime. The figures stood about five inches high on craggy, angular legs. Balanced might be a better word. I gently rotated the clay base, marveling at the craftsmanship and their eight delicate limbs. One brightly painted eye winked frozen at the other. Dev, they're incredible, I breathed. How long did you spend on these? She beamed. Well, you remember I told you the arms kept breaking? Scuffly. Bumpy. Sculpey's? Sculpey's great. Sculpey. You never awesome. used Sculpey before? No, man. Like clay. Oh, okay. Sculpey's great, but it can't support too much. But yeah, do you like it? It's the best, sort of, not really. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Hanukkah? Dude, no, 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 no. No, that. No, I think that's, that's not spelled right. No. No, not okay. at all. Well, that's still Hanukkah. Man, this guy got a Sculpey gift for Hanukkah? That's awesome. Ah. <laughs> am, I, am, uh, am I the one thinking that they only get the, the little drail? I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so this kid got a badass Sculpey gift for Hanukkah. Two spindly robots bear-hugged on a dining room table. The construction had started at the beginning of autumn. When Devin and I spent several weeks row-beating each other through a popular physics magazine. Maybe you've recognized it. I'll try to explain. As a reanimated pair of high-tech crash dummies, two players cooperate to solve puzzles at the behest of sentient testing facility over the course of the game. The wire and metal characters establish a very unscientific bond of friendship. What he's talking about Portal 2, the uh, the co-op mode of Portal 2, have you have you ever played it? I have not played the co-op, no. 
well, you play as two very unspecified, like they said, portal crash test dummies in the Aperture facility. And you work together to beat partner puzzles instead of single player puzzles as playing as like Shell in either the original game or the single adventure player of the second game. I hadn't been at home in months, but the internet afforded a wonderful playground. Of course, we weren't especially productive. Hand a kid a pop gun and you're asking him to use it. We solved most levels only after a handful of pranks, switcheroos and mercy killings that reduced one or both robots to smoking scrap. But that was half the fun, doing things that unfeeling machines never, never would. Like hugging. <laughs> I examined the sculptures closely, unable to get enough. At last, the stock earbot squeezed the bird-like Peabody with an expression of warm glee in his big blue eye. She fielded him awkwardly. Look, it's a picture of me at prom. <laughs> Peabody's mon monocular face blinked wide open in surprise. In the center of her eye, past the bright orange ring that made up the iris, I noticed a pin-sized hole. The thought occurred to ask about it, even in-game, the robots had pupils, but passed. Nobody was about to look this gift horse in the mouth. I lifted the base with perfect care, shielding it from the stray, stray gust of probability that might send Devon's work crashing to the floor, and gave them a living room view atop my mother's piano. Beautiful, you should do this for a living. Just then, my name rang out from the kitchen. I thanked her again and went off to help mash potatoes for the big non-denominational <laughs> non holiday family dinner. Oh, that damn Hanukkah. <laughs> Wait, is there anything I can do? She bounced up and followed me in the good smelling fray. The rest of the evening was filled with shouted stories and clinking forks. Eventually, excuses were made, goodbyes were said, and the guests made the graceful exits. Devin left too, having extracted a promise to talk the next day. Then I was all alone. The house was quiet. I gave no more thought to play to the wonderful little gift. It just sat on the perch, silently observing with inert, glassy eyes. Sleep came easily. Like I said, it's been a long time since I enjoyed the comfort of my own bed. The comforter fell over me like a loving embrace and lulled me dreamily unconsciously in seconds. At some point, a light began to prick at my eyelids. It was only mildly annoying at first, and I dragged my hand up to shut out the glare. After a moment, it clicked off. Gratefully, I snuggled deeper into the covers. The light snapped back on, stronger this time. I squeezed my eyes shut, but it burned an angry white circle past them. I tugged the blankets over my head, but something bit at my neck and jerked them away. It was like every time you've overslept to find the sun blazing through the open window and someone telling you to please wake up. The tiredness vanished. Irritation set in instead. I stopped fighting and rubbed the sleep away. I don't exactly know what time all this happened. It must have been past midnight, several hours after going to bed, because when I opened my eyes, there were two bleary and unfocused to make out the numbers on the clock. All I could see was a glowing blue orb staring back at me. A tight grasp escaped my throat, blowing back something made of black metal and gleaming white plates. It emitted a surprised burst of in insectical clicks before scrambling to its feet, and possibly Atlas' single blue eye swirled angry. I hardly felt the strain in my neck as I watched, totally dumbfounded. This kid's <coughs> having a fucking fever nightmare of Portal 2. That's what this story is. Jesus. What the internet is capable of nowadays is just insane. Jabbering and gesticulated wildly. Every other word he pronounced, he punctuated with a stomp to my chest. They felt like little taps. His limbs came alive and energized as if he had jumped from the game model into the physical world. Devin's handmade version was good, better than good, but this was impossible. I tried to grab him to extinguish the incredibly weird dream somehow, but everything felt slow and floaty. My body hardly moved. From the blind spot, jerky steps pattered on my shoulder. Peripherally, I caught something that looked like an elongated egg. Suddenly, Peabody swung into hazy focus. She began to answer the other robot in the same complicated electric package. Peabody's eye flashed red in the darkness. The center was empty. It extruded a long silver needle that began to retract, dripping something clear and viscous. My neck throbbed with dull panic. I realized I couldn't move. <laughs> there was nothing to do but breathe and go slowly crazy. With absurd... With absurdly human caution, Atlas tiptoed experimentally towards my face. It prodded my nose in stumpy white grippers, and then immediately leaped back and scrambled behind Peabody. It would almost have been cute if my skin wasn't already deadening the feeling. 
The little spherical bots seemed surprised, his ocular panels narrowed in expression of mad glee, and he began to hop up and down on my collarbone, shrieking triumphantly. Peabody yelled and skipped in a circle, a victory dance. This was just too... Eventually, they tried of gloating and high-fiving and retreated to my sternum, careful not to capsize the rise and fall of my breathing. The miniature things looked at each other and shrugged. What now, the jester seemed to say. And Peabody got an idea. It sounded ridiculous to say that of a machine. One I still half believed was an extremely vivid dream combined with ordinary sleep paralysis. But her train of thought was uncanny, uncannily rec recognizable. The shiny ellipsoid that made up her core jumped up a little. She shot a wide-eyed look to the squeamish giant on the bed. Me, then the Atlas, back and forth. He scratched his round metallic noggin, perplexed, as the taller bot looked him up and down. Suddenly, her limbs shot out and grabbed Atlas's body. Turned him over and under and around, ignoring his flailing. She was perfect sphere, about the size of a ping pong ball. She nodded satisfied and set him down, dazed and confused, before jogging up to my face. Her orange bulb closed smugly. Watch and learn, it proclaimed. I thought I was completely numb until I felt three cold metallic fingers jab under my right eyelid. Every nerve in my body ordered me to yell, but nothing came out. Pull my lungs and blow her away, but nothing happened. The tugging force was incredible. Dimly, I could still see the robot doggedly thrust another arm into my eye socket. A horrible, popping sensation filled my skull. Pain. Pain. Sick, lunging pain. My gorge rose. <laughs> it's, it's probably awkward to okay. admit that they got hard in this dream. But what cried out even deeper was the ful fulfillment of a primal fear, the lizard brain, the reptile brain. I've actually heard this in other stories. It's something like, uh, I don't even know how to fucking describe it, man. Rep reptile brain. It's the, the closest. The cold and human, emotionless. It's the smallest center part of the brain. It's what it's the fight or flight and the oh, reason, the reason nice. we want to fuck all the time is to, to spread the species. The reptile brain. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Howling at the loss of a working organ, there was nothing I could do but scream inwardly. One final wrench and Peabody lurched backward. In her arm was a bloody white ball. My severed optic nerve dangled out behind it like a tail. I tried to weep and half succeeded. My right eyelid collapsed into the bleeding hole, useless. The few tears almost completely nullified my remaining vision, but I thought I could see Peabody hand her prize to Atlas. Incredulous, he hugged it. There wasn't even enough energy in me to moan anymore. Broken and ruined, something in my head felt horribly swollen. All I could do was listen to my own paralyzed sobbing breaths and watch the disgusting little creations play with their new friend tossing it between one another, trying to bounce it off the bedspread. But a weird and unexpected transformation took place before my eye. Their grabs got faster, more aggressive. Each one got less time to play. Incredibly, they began to fight over their new toy. Peabody sized it and stretched her skinny joints, holding it high above Atlas's head. He delivered a swift kick to her torso and snatched the eye out of the air. For a moment, they glared at one another, the LEDs in their cores brightening orange and blue with a computerized approximation of hate. Then they froze. Slowly, freakishly, joyfully, the robots turned back towards the bleeding, panting monster. This time, it was Atlas who had the idea. He's gonna fucking step into her head, isn't he? This time, it was Atlas who had the idea. My heart stopped. No, please, no. No gasp. <gasps> oh god. I woke up realizing that this was actually all but a horrid nightmare. <sighs> Phew, thank god it's over. But you will not believe it. What a fucking nerd. <laughs> what? That was it. So he's definitely going to take out the second eye and be like, we can't share this. This is my shit. We get our own. Oh, that's what they were doing. I thought I thought Atlas was like, I found a home and was just gonna pop into her fucking skull. Well, Peabody's the one that's the the one you say looked like a ping pong ball, right? No, Atlas is. Oh, Atlas. All right. Peabody, I, Peabody is literally an oval. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, um, I thought that's what they were gonna do from the get go because he was sizing them up, rolling them around. Yeah, and everything. I thought I, like, I, I thought that's what it was. But no, they wanted. Yeah, I feel I feel like you're right. He was just like, hey, look, there's another one. Oh. We don't have to fight anymore. You're right. Yeah, makes sense. We're about halfway through. I, th I think we, we make the transition over to Troll Pasta now. 
So this one's called Don't Follow Me. I was at my friend's in the attic, messing around like kids do, when we found an old Game Boy cartridge. Instantly, my friends went down the ladder and reappeared a minute later with his Game Boy Color. We put the cartridge in for, for it to start playing some screeching noise for 30 seconds. Then silence for a minute. My friend exclaimed, What a piece of shit! But after he did it, loaded a Pokemon screen. We thought I was damaged at first. <laughs> that was until we clicked the load game. There was a character called Yellow. <laughs> yellow? <laughs> there's, a qu- there's a question mark. As well, the cartridge was yellow. My friend checked his profile. He had six Pokemon Max Pokemon Cash and 24 badges. My friend who loved Pokemon told me it was impossible to have that many badges. We started the game. <laughs> I'll fucking show you. His dad came up and asked us what we were doing. But when my friend told him, his dad started crying. We asked him why, but he snatched the Game Boy from us and told us never to touch it again. Well, my friend was having none of that. You know why? Because it's because his dad, it was his dad's Pokemon game and they restarted it. And there goes his fucking dad and the dad's taking it hard. That's how I'm going to be with my kids. (laughs) Don't you fucking stay my Pokemon games. They want to be found out as a hacker. (sighs) I'm in. (laughs) A week later, I got a call from his mom telling me to come down quick. I heard screaming, crying, silence. I rushed down. It felt like two minutes when the walk is five. When I walked in, my friend was sat there alone. I asked, where were his parents? He said, don't follow me. I couldn't understand. I walked in and his parents were crying in the corner. I screamed, what the fuck is going on here? My friend handed me the Game Boy. It read, he is dead. It's all your fault. It's all your fault? <laughs> exclamation point. It had a body. Corpse of some sort with two characters over it. I asked him what happened. He said, I told Gary not to follow, but he kept coming. So, so what? Please tell me, what did you do? I used bite on him. I couldn't understand it. I took the Game Boy and sat down, then turned it on, and instead of the screech and silence, it cut to the last part. I made Yellow walk to Gary. It came up with three choices. Don't follow me. One. Two. Come follow me. Three. Your death shall be swift. Your death shall be swift? Question mark. Question mark? I had no idea, so I chose two. It showed Gary walking towards me. Then it blacked out. My friend started crying and having a fit. I looked at the Game Boy and a scream happened. It showed Gary's corpse and suddenly a Professor Oak came running, stopped, and you saw him cry. It then read, he is dead. It's all your fault. But I clicked a, unlike my friend, it showed an old man on a wheelchair. Then it hit me. The old man is yellow, isn't it? And I made him go around but it only let you go in a cave. I wandered around the cave for 10 minutes until it came to the room full of flowers. In the middle, there was a tomb. I walked up to the tomb and clicked it. It read, Gary, killed out of vengeance. Rest in peace. I exclaimed, Was that it? You dragged me down here for a game? Then a message appeared. It read, Don't follow me. You won't like what you see. A Game Boy explained, the Game Boy exclaimed, Boo! My friend and his dad started crying. Then the Game Boy started playing a very sad tune before saying, You killed him. You could have stopped it, but you killed him, I shouted. Well, each one made him bloody die. Then his father said, It was my game. I played it. There's a cheat, but I never figured it out. I hit B by accident, and I showed Gary being revived. I kept tapping B, then it went to black. It then showed a man. I couldn't tell how old, but a man running from what looked like a zombie Gary. <laughs> the Game Boy then read, The nightmare will never end. I looked at my friend and his dad and said, Was that it? A game? It was a game? Two nights later, they sectioned, put in a mental hospital. My friend's dad. We burned the cartridge, hoping never to see it again. I never knew other people had games like this as well. It's kind of fucked up if you ask me. <laughs> What the fuck? Don't follow me! <laughs> God damn it, man. That was 
fucking stupid. Why is zombie Gary <laughs> chasing chasing the old man? Don't follow me. It's the worst Pokemon game ever. Yeah. <laughs> so we we also bonded over um the love of Pokemon. Uh, <clears throat> why is it Gary and Yellow? They're not in the same universe. <laughs> You're asking for continuity <laughs> errors out of... Uh, I know, yeah, I know. This one is the GTA <sighs> one. I will let you read this no, one. No, 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 you got it. I, I, I'm enjoying this. You, We have to switch off. Oh, the stupidity. I can find you a different one. No, you want to no, 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 read no. Uh, Cave Story? You want to read Minecraft? No, no, fuck Minecraft. You want to read GTA? I'll do GTA. Uh, <clears throat> he wants his mama. <laughs> what the hell is this? Start here. Wow. They all have to start. GTA 4 was it's, never... It's called He Wants His Mama from Troll Pasta. <sighs> his mama. Let's see how this goes. GTA 4 was never a game I really got into. Wanted to play, but never got the chance. But I definitely did not want to play it. It all started a couple weeks ago. My friends and I were having lunch and talking about video games. The topic of GTA 4 was brought up really seemed to spook my friend. What's wrong, I asked. GTA 4, that's what's wrong, he replied. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Come come on. What, do you not like the game, I said? He began to describe to us this ghost kid he found in GTA 4. I like the generally creepy things. So, while my other friends left, I listened. He told me that he had two occurrences of the ghost kid. What really caught me was that that it was a ghost kid. Jesus Christ. I know for a fact that it's a troll pasta. You gotta, you gotta remember that someone is writing this to be purposefully stupid. Ah, oh, Jesus. I know for a fact that there are no kids in the game. If there were, the game would have been rated A because you could kill the children then. Anyway, he told me his first interaction with the ghost kid was at the top of the tallest building in Liberty City. He said his character was walking around when he made a pushing motion, like the guy would have if someone was in his way, but nothing was there. He then heard a kid voice say, Ow. The second occurrence happened on the street. He was riding a motorcycle around and he saw one that was better than his. He went to take it and there was no one on it, yet his character made the motion of shoving someone off the motorcycle. He then said he heard the voice of a kid say, You're mean. You're mean. <laughs> You're mean. <laughs> Give me my motorcycle back. My two dollars. <laughs> well, no, this is really interesting. So I asked if I could come over and check it out myself. Said yes, and we went to his house. We played him. We played him. Really strong armed him into, the, into getting him over there. <laughs> he doesn't want to play the game, but yeah, fuck I, I've been having nightmares week. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> come over, play the game. We played until 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Wait, 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 wait. We played from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and no sign of the ghost kid showed up. Oh, that sounds like a waste of four hours. All in again. Every time playing GTA 4 is a waste <laughs> of four hours. <laughs> I, I, never, I never got into GTA. Can't do it. I started to think my friend was lying, and we started to argue. Stopped around nine. Well, you just said eight. Okay. No, no he argued for an hour. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he went to bed, but I stayed up. I was reluctant, but I played GTA 4 again to see if he would show up. I started playing, grabbed the motorcycle when I was driving around a truck. It was going faster than it should. Hit, well, it was going faster than it should. It hit me. When I looked closely at it, there was no one in the driver's seat. It turned around and came back for me, so I ran into an alleyway. As I was walking down the alley, my character kept making pushing motions on nothing. Then I heard a voice say, this cannot help you. I was creeped out and started to run the other way. But for some reason, it went on forever. There was no end. I thought to myself that I was doomed because as I ran, the ghost kid took an invisible form and started chasing me. Demonic laughter started playing as I ran. The child's voice just said, you cannot escape. More ghost kids started. Oh, God. More ghost kids started showing up. And finally, my guy stopped moving. The laughter stopped, the voices stopped, and everything stopped, except for one thing, the ghost kid. The ghost kid started walking up to me very slowly, but it was moving. I sat and watched in horror as it slowly came up and started talking. I couldn't understand some of it, but this is what I heard. Why? Why? Why did you do it? Why did you kill me? Why did you kill my mama? I just wanted my mama, but you killed her. Now you will pay. At that moment, the ghost kid grabbed my character's head and ripped it off. Spinal cord and all. Wow. Fatality. I was about to say that. K.O. K.O. <laughs> I didn't want to see this, so I covered my eyes, but I couldn't help from looking. The game over screen appeared, but there was blood dripping, and the ghost kid's face was there, smiling demonically. I shut the game off and turned off my friend's Xbox. 
friend then woke up and asked what all the noise was about. I told him what happened, and he shook his head. Dude, I made it up to scare you. No, it was real. I saw it, I replied. Come on, you were hallucinating because of lack of sleep. Let's go to sleep. Fine, I replied. That night, I could not fall asleep. I was too shaken. I looked at my friend's posters at GTA 4 to help me go to sleep. But as I looked, the ghost kids started to appear in the posters. After that, I don't think I can ever sleep again. Adam was here. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, just said, this is a real nice ending note. Adam was here. But uh, we're going to give a shout out to my boy Adam, who is here, apparently, with this uh, GTA 4 story. I, I really like that, actually. <laughs> he wants he just wants his mama. It would have been great if he put a fatality mark in there. Like it's a game trauma, over, too. it just like came up fatality with the Freak blood trauma, dripping too. off of it. Yeah. So this one's called cavestory.exeavi, <laughs> which I don't believe is a file type that exists. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it's probably making fun of like um, there are some really cool stories out there like Barbie.avi, which is um, really great creepy pasta about um finding a desktop computer on the side of the road and it having like snuff films on it basically you know um but a creepypasta related to that so like cavestory.exe dot or exeavi is obviously making fun of like the haunted programs haunted videos on a computer this is a troll pasta so one day i was watching tv when i saw a box that appeared in my lap 10 hours ago I wondered why my mother hadn't killed me because she hates me to fart on her good couch. I decided to open the 10-ton box that was now crushing my pelvis, which I only hoped that could happen if I had snoo-snoo with giants. I opened it up, and it was a game labeled Life Smoogle. I was like... WTF! <laughs> but I realized it was some sort of weird pirated game or some crap that probably Korean or some crap. <laughs> I put it in my computer disk slot, which didn't work since it was a PS2 game. <laughs> so I put it in my DS and it started up. <laughs> it turned out that it was Cave Story in Vietnam or however the fire truck you spell that. Sorry, you had to read that, Mom. <laughs> I was like, ducks on bread! I started it up. There was a guy with a minigun saying, Who dares to fight the Hoovie? I licked the screen with disgust. I noticed that there was an egg that was coming out of his butt. That turned into Shrek. I got turned on somehow, mainly because he is love and he is life. I was getting a bit weirded out. How could I play as Shrek in a classic cave story game? For crying out loud. I barfed in the box for no apparent reason. No, seriously, I just puked. <laughs> I think my gag reflexes are seriously messed up. I then saw what I believe to be a devil, demon, 666, evil, 2012 apocalypse version of... Quote. <laughs> which has to be a character. Who's <laughs> what's quote from? It has to be a character from the game. I looked at him and prayed to Ceiling Cat that he didn't puke murder. He did. I've become an atheist. <laughs> I realized... He might kill Shrek, so I screamed, No, Llama, no! Quote looked at me with an expression that said, I am God. It didn't affect me as much, mainly because I am now an atheist. I decided that I must take serious action, so I grabbed an AK-47. I jumped into my screen. I found myself face to face within the evil quote. He shot blood out of his eyes at me. I retaliated with a shot of my gun. He took 999,999 damage and died. I woke up from the dream I've been having since I've been unconscious from trying to jump into a freaky game screen. <laughs> it said that I defeated quote and won. I was so glad. Then I heard a noise behind me. Well, actually I didn't because quote can't talk. But I looked behind me and there was a quote action figure with blood under his eyes. I said, just a normal Wednesday. <laughs> That was great. Jesus Christ. That part was Vietnam or how that F. How the fire truck you spell it. <laughs> so I realized, yeah, it was trying. That last story was trying to apply to literally every trope of haunted computer slash video game ever, which is why all the like devil, demonic, yeah. the game screen, like shit like that. Makes sense. So this one is called Minecraft.exe, which is probably going to be similar to that. So basically, I always used to watch Minecraft videos. I really wanted Minecraft for myself. And I asked my parents, and this is how it went. Can you buy me Minecraft, please? No. Why? 
because we can spend that money on something better, like food to feed our family. My, my mom stormed off and started to cry, so I decided to look online for places to find Minecraft online for free. I went to Amazon and found it, a disc. The name of the item was called Minecraft Disc. And it was only one P, no postage and packing. It was so cool. I stole my mom's credit card and paid for it. I knew all of her details so I could do it. And besides, she wouldn't notice. The next day I was home and then the mail putting thing in the door opened. <laughs> it was there. I was really happy. My Minecraft disc was there. I opened the pack and there was a box with Steve. Steve is probably the main character from Minecraft. Uh, with, okay, so there was a box with Steve, but his eyes were blacked and blood was coming out from his eyes. It was scary, but probably a joke. I opened the box and the disc was an ordinary disc with Minecraft.exe written on it. I put it in the computer and downloaded it. I opened Minecraft after making an account and then it opened. But the screen was black and had creepy red writing like 666, Satan and murder. Here's a picture. I do, we don't have pictures. No pictures. I ignored the writing. It was probably a glitch. I opened single player. <laughs> Survival to play. I took out my webcam and flipped it over, aiming at the screen. I was going to film this because it was a Minecraft video. So I was probably going to get like 5,043 views. You know, that subscribe. <laughs> it's a very specific money. number. <laughs> I started filming and said, Hello, this is YouTube Minecraft Lover 352, and you are watching an epic survival episode one. So I'm going to go to this tree and cut some wood. I started punching the tree, but when a block disappeared, blood poured out from the tree. I got, I got scared because I know this doesn't happen. It's just a glitch, I thought. I cut the rest of the tree and made the workbench, and then a pickaxe, a sword, and an axe. I found a cave, but when I mined one stone, the pickaxe disappeared. Oh my god, this is proper scary! I shouted at the microphone. I thought this wasn't a glitch anymore, and it was hacks. Oh, 420 blaze at 360 no scope. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, the camera changed angle and I could see my Steve character. Its eyes were black, and there was lots of redstone. I think it had blood like the box. Then my character started speaking, I am Herombot. Fear me, I will kill you. And then the world caught fire and skeletons and zombies and creepers and spiders spawned. I ran and caught fire and then died. It didn't let me respawn and then my computer shut down. And I couldn't turn it on and the screen said, you're next and broke. I cried. And yeah, the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome! <laughs> How'd you feel about that? You play Minecraft, bud? Uh, no, and and now I'm kind of scared too. <laughs> I mean, the kid's fine, but I don't want my computer to go down, man. I don't know, maybe. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> Do I look like I play like a fucking fourth grade reading level game? Do you uh, want me to get Wolf over here right now? Oh my god, he totally plays Minecraft so hard. <laughs> oh man. I really hope he doesn't listen to this because I'm going to keep that in there and say, You're dumb. <laughs> yeah, so I was over here the other day playing fucking Minecraft. And, and like, I'm chilling. I walk in and I'm like, Oh, kids are playing Minecraft. He's like, Yeah, yeah. And then he takes the controller out of the kid's hand and he's like, <laughs> He's like, This is my house and this is the blah, blah, blah. He was a roller coaster I built. And I'm like, So where's the zombies? He's like, No, no. I, I just play like the sandbox mode. I'm like, so, so you don't do anything. You just, you just build stuff. Yeah, man, it's kind of, it's kind of awesome. I'm like, how much time did you put into this? Like, hours, oh, hours, too many. And I'm like, but for what? Like, I <laughs> there is no payoff. Just I, let me have this. Yeah. Just let me have this. Like, I always have a problem without. And I, I understand. Charles, Charles, Charles. Let me have this. <laughs> I understand sandbox, you know, but I like sandbox with like a, you know, Halo's Forge, where you actually can build a map out of it and do something with it. Yeah, know. fuck yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just I used to map maker and time splitters all the time. Yeah. But you basically just created giant fucking fields to have giant fucking battles in it. It, it served a purpose. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't just an aesthetic composition. Like like even Roller Coaster Tycoon, you know? Fuck yeah, that's it, an actual fucking it, game. It's a sandbox effect. It is, it is. It's Sim City, but a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, you know, and I, I want to make bank, okay? I want dudes out there cleaning up puke. I want clowns making kids cry. I want these roller coasters to fly off the tracks and kill 38 people in, a, in an accident that should probably take me to court and shut down my park, but my park will thrive through it, and we will remember those dead, and we will kill a thousand more people the next year. And as the cart goes off the track, and you scroll down the screen, and you see that line start building, and people are like, yo, that fucking ride. Let's do that. We die. I Let's bet. go. No, no, bro. We'll make it. And I'll call it, like, Death Express 666. <laughs> 
and then like it'll do the like you beat the game newspaper clipping flash and it'll be like satan park kills everyone park of the year award (laughs) (laughs) roller coaster tycoon buys out disneyland (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck so uh this was lots of pasta and we uh we did some good video game creeping creeping poops oh we'll have uh we'll have plenty more to come that's for sure you you enjoyed this (laughs) so this was uh this was gnarly charlie um follow him on like twitch and you know gamer tag him he plays a lot of games yeah what are you playing right now i'm all over the place right now we we just started watch you play overwatch for fucking three hours today uh yeah that was actually my first time playing i've had it but i've been playing you know final fantasy 15 a lot of fucking titanfall 2 um the girl was playing until dawn but uh i still got you know tomb raider we just started today was the first time starting it up for the 20th anniversary bloodborne the last of us i have all these other games i gotta finish up fucking love last of us dude oh i have played through that game like six times and i don't even own that console uh yeah it's pretty phenomenal um you know i was hindered of not having a ps4 at the start of the next gens because i'm a pretty solid xbox fanboy we we are both yeah. very solid microsoft slash xbox fanboys and um and honestly i'm not prejudiced anymore no, no, no i don't no, think no. i i don't think i have been for a while i think there were people who were just like really huge assholes about the ps3 to me so i just didn't agree with any of them so th- i thought i thought and still think the p uh the, the xbox 360 is leaps and bounds better than the PS3. Uh, yeah, I had both. I use my, th- I still use my 360 today I, to play. Other games. I am playing Oblivion right now. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. But I mean, you know, and it's not, it's not that I had anything against PlayStation. I never did. You know, that, exactly. It's just the fact that, like, only now is it just like, oh, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all these systems. I'm gonna play every good game that's coming out. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I mean, you look, you look up. That somewhat of the collection I have up there. I mean, I'm a PS2 up there. I have my PS1 somewhere else. Um, I have a PS3. You know, I don't have them out, but I played. I couldn't. If I was to pull up my memory cards that I have up there, they're all loaded with dozens yeah. of games with X amount of replays and everything on them. It's Fuck yeah. it was phenomenal. But Halo came out. Okay, fucking Halo came. I don't care who you are. Your Resistance game. Um, all the PlayStation tryhard games that came out to compete with Halo didn't do it. I'm sorry. I, I they were good. And I played arguably them. no game has like in that in that field. Yeah, I mean Killzone and everything. They were all fun. I beat them once and I never touched them again. Halo, I have beaten. We have replayed to death. Oh my god! And it got so obsessed with the lore. We went through all the books and everything. Yeah, we read. Story. We read all the books side <laughs> by side. Even when I worked with you, like we, we ate, sleep, fucked, <laughs> shit, Halo for months. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just for proper reason. You know, with our generation, you know, we, we grew up getting into the beginning of games, you know, with the, the early 90s and that. You know, I remember when Doom and, uh, you know, uh, there, there were so many games that were great at the time. And then when something like we got 3D games like Duke Nukem and everything else that came out that started putting more depth and everything to the environments. But until Halo came out, I don't care what anybody says. I've had other serious people agree with me that like that fucking revolution, you know, it was a whole revolution for FPS. You're, you're not wrong. It, 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 it opened like like P, uh, Sony, Sony's first system, uh, you know, the PlayStation, it it had elements, but nowhere near know. as fresh or, or as, you know, fluid as playing even i would i would even argue like area 51 it was was fucking awesome on the xbox and and beat the shit out of anything from prior consoles well, uh you know xbox was ps2 era um, no i know but like ps2 was still like it you didn't find games like halo on a ps2 no, no, absolutely. that's what i that's what that's what i mean yeah, i mean there i had plenty of titles for you know for all of them and it, it was just something that happened. Like Microsoft came out with a fucking stellar title to the equivalent of Sonic for Sega and Mario for Nintendo. They lucked out with coming out with a release with a game, advertising it right, and when people picked it up and played it, they're like, fuck, this is something legit. And Totally. It, that's why it's still around two generations later with like, what, eight, nine games probably? Not and building so. and movies. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's a it's it's a real deal, man. Um, Spanning two two different franchises and a entire book series, comics, um, so much. It, it's a uh, it's crazy, man. But you know the the way that this this generation seems to be going. You know where I was a big Sony guy because of the Final Fantasy series and Tomb Raider and that, and then. Now that these next gens are coming out, everything's starting to cross over. Exclusives are becoming very, very rare. You know, exclusives that are worthwhile on top of it. Yeah, they are the keys. They are the keys to the kingdoms for a lot of these consoles. Like, you know, shit on Nintendo as much as you want. I know you wouldn't. Um, there, there, there are just a lot of people that that feel the need to shit on Nintendo whenever possible. (laughs) I will say that the Switch seems a little, um in the wrong direction just a little bit but um you cannot negate the fact that because legend of zelda is not on uh, sony consoles any of the nintendos have uh you know main metroid yeah yeah, metroid uh star fox f-zero the fact that all of these original games have been on and span generations of games um exclusives nintendo will always be the home of the exclusives and like there aren't many there aren't many now that don't just switch over you know that started off at even as exclusives like crash bandicoot started with sony quickly hopped over to gamecube and and game boy and shit spyro same fucking thing you know started off as a pure sony um you know even now kingdom hearts like something that started on ps2 now it's like Nintendo like game game boy games you yeah. know like this this shit is uh it's a dying breed uh, originals and Halo will will always have like FPS my FPS heart yeah no no matter what people say whether it's like oh it's wash out you know like cuz they're they're trying to they're trying to evolve at the times they're trying to do uh um ADS and everything else but they're doing their own twist on it and people are like, oh, they're copping out or they're trying to evolve. Whatever. I don't give a shit. It's still Halo. Every time that title comes yeah. out, it's still going to dominate um, for what it is. Um, Nintendo, as for the Switch, I'm fucking hyped the shit for it. I'm totally going to get gonna, it. I'm going to get it. I'm, 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 I'm waiting until a bundle, though. And I'm waiting until they at least... Um, I'm waiting for a bundle and I'm waiting for great reviews. And I'm waiting for great original titles. I don't... I'm not launch. I haven't done a launch console for nintendo since the wii clearly that's my xbox that's there that i've been asking for you to get one for years now no but i was saying even in you know i i've never owned a launch console before okay well, we we was the my first launch console that i owned at launch it was great at launch we was still, fucking still awesome great. i twilight princess the fuck out of my launch i think mine ends up there somewhere um but yeah uh the switch is going to be great it is coming with the release of breath of the wild there are talks of a Metroid game, and there are already supposedly leaks of a F-Zero game in the works. Fucking awesome. That is three huge fucking titles, especially Metroid and F-Zero, considering their I'm not against... Game. There are a lot of people against um, the Fire Emblem um, Warriors game because well, nintendo nintendo yeah. just did the dynasty warriors of um legend of zelda which was awesome and um they're doing a fire emblem one now and i think it's both on switch and wii u but uh a lot of people are like what the fuck but i'm just like honestly dynasty warriors is like it's always just fun yeah and um if you're doing it with a good group then you're gonna get a good story and fire emblem is known for for good story specifically recently and um fire emblem's fucking awesome like swords and magic and bullshit like that's, that's what Dyn- that's perfect for dinosaurs and um and the, i don't know if that's a launcher it's just re- it's gonna be up up you know within the first couple months but that's that's another title that's on switch and i think that's honestly as much as somebody might want to knock it as like oh you're just taking a, a dynasty yeah, yeah but but it's still a fire emblem it's, game it's a great game and that style of game works well it's been around a long time you had dragon guard and other ones that took the same thing um you have a um uh that new one that's coming out oh, shit i'm sorry i'm gonna have to take a second for that it was off of it's actually related to the same universe of Drakengard. Um but uh it's just saying that type of style, that type of essentially hack and slash against mobs, but with the new one that they're coming out with, um it's showing the way the platform's changing to where you're still having very similar combat 
but with the way these gens were able to do the environments and handle the mechanisms of changing those environments as your character's moving through it, they're able to just change things, change the perspective, and change the way things happen. That they're going to be able to take that type of gameplay to a whole new level. And that's going to keep something like this great. You know, Fire Emblem, um, you know, the Legend of Zelda one was great. I, I, I think this is a good opportunity. I think this is a great idea. Um, and, and you know, shit on them now while, while, they're, while their cards are down and they don't really uh, have any great things for launch. Their third-party support, even um, this time around, Nintendo is going to be clutch. Their list was, like, just as big as like, Xboxes this last year. I feel like eShop essentially or the equivalent of that is going to be lit as hell with like indie developers and stuff taking advantage of this like the 4d and everything like and that. it's also getting its first um online uh nintendo's doing its first online um they said there was rumors of a library virtual console kind of thing free games but you only play them for that month they refresh to your console if you have the subscription oh, okay. but it could be anything from like super mario sunshine to like zombies ain't my neighbors oh, you, you know so like um anything from nintendo to to gamecube i think is now fair game for virtual console which is another clutch fucking thing so like i don't look as the switch as a miss like i just look at it as an, an, an eventuality i'm not getting it at launch but it's an eventuality and um we are we are done this is lots of pasta um we talked about video games a lot we talked about creepy pastas a lot I hope you had a good time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for having me and looking forward to the next one. Okay.